Hi friends, healthish listeners, you are tuned into the daily podcast from Body and Soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley, and yes, this app drops on a Friday, and that means we are talking about the three hottest topics in the health and wellness world this week. My guest, of course, is Body and Soul's digital editor, Ashley Austin. Welcome back. Hello. It's good to be here. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode, another week down. Another week as we hurtle towards, well, we're in March, like March already. Yikes. Yeah. Next will be Christmas, guys. So hopefully no one (laughs) packed away their decorations. We're nearly there again. (laughs) Before we get there, what are you loving slash excited about slash what's lighting your wellness fire? Do you like that? So naff, sorry. <laughs> I'm actually really excited. I've been giving the new Lululemon runners a go and I love their leggings. And they've finally, after two years of being out overseas, they finally have dropped their shoe collection here. And they're really good. If you're uh, needing a bit of an upgrade, I highly recommend some cool colours, really comfy to go for a little jaunt around the block in. Nice. I like it. How how about you? Well, you may or may not know that I, what's the word, incessantly or track with curiosity my sleep. Diligently. Diligently, Diligently. that's it. Yeah, I, I just like tracking my sleep because I feel like every morning I check it and then I can reg- self-regulate my emotions based on whether I'm really tired or not. And I was looking at my sleep over February and I compared it to January and I have I, I kind of had this moment where I thought, oh, wow, I'm actually getting a whole hour less sleep in February than I did in January when I was on holidays. Like, so I was, I'm now getting about seven hours, seven hours, 20 on holidays, eight hours, eight hours, 20. And you know what? I absolutely feel it because there are so many days when I am just so bloody tired. Wow. But yes, significant. And that is called life. Yeah. And that hour makes such a difference. Such a difference. That is called life. You've just got to have to... <laughs> And you can't catch up on sleep on the weekends. As many experts have told us, you can't just bank it all and then catch up on the weekends. It doesn't work like that. I know. So where am I going to get this extra hour from? Like, I I just don't know. Anyway, we'll park that. I'll keep you posted. (laughs) (laughs) A a dilemma for another time. Yeah. What's your pick of the week? Well, it's actually a pretty good segue because the pick of the week that I have this week is a piece we ran around the weird reason that Gen Z in particular are keeping their phones on do not disturb. So on that function, you know, if you find that relentless slew of notifications overwhelming, which many of us do, you look at your phone and there's all these different notifications from apps and social media and texts and missed calls. So Gen Z have come up with their own way to mitigate it. So if you haven't used the do not disturb feature on smartphones, it shuts off all notifications. And so you don't get any push alerts to distract you from work or studying or resting or just overwhelming you. But having do not disturb on 24 seven. So a lot of people, do you use it? Please do you put it on while you sleep or uh, exercise? I do. Or? I do. <laughs> just back to my sleep. Mm. My, oh, I mean, we could do a whole <laughs> episode on my sleep habits. We won't start my husband on those. Um, anyway, yes, I do use it. I switch it on about 8.30, 9 o'clock, almost like as a marker that it's time for me to start winding down and to never pick up my phone again. 
but that I don't use it all day, but just so just at night. No, so it's interesting that they're using it 24-7, which means they never have to face the anxiety of answering a phone call at all. But, I mean, I find that it makes sense with recent research finding that 90% of Gen Z are anxious about speaking on the phone. And when you think about it, I mean, the vast majority of calls are spam anyway, unless you're waiting on a doctor to call you back or a job interview or something really important the vast majority are just people asking you to fill in surveys and whatnot. So I get it. I, I'm i not a Gen Z, but I still uh, don't answer numbers I don't know. Which, I barely get I mean, any phone calls anyway anymore. Like I, I maybe my mum or dad, husband, oh. or a few friends here or there, but I mean most people yeah. text. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I also love an organised phone call. Like if I've, I've got a lot of girlfriends who live away, so I'll say, Let's have a chat on Saturday. I'll call mm. you in the morning and then I know that call's coming. So I like an organised phone call. Mm. With the do not disturb off. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Yes, yes. <laughs> we, different strokes for different folks with technology. Yeah, exactly, for di- different generations perhaps. Um, now I came mm-hmm. across this study a study this week that I found I thought was really interesting and I wanted to share it with you. It basically looked at whether plant-based options are actually healthy. As we know, supermarket shelves are loaded with these types of food. We've got fridges packed with different milks and drinks. So how do we know what we're buying and consuming is actually healthy? Because a lot of the time these options, we think they're healthy because they've got the word plant in them, but they're often high in sugar and fat and packed with preservatives. Well, Thankfully, two kind researchers from Deakin Uni have the answers. Now, their study was just published in the Journal of Food Composition and Analysis, and they did a so-called nutritional audit of 700 plant-based foods in the major Australian supermarkets. So what they did, they analysed, that's a hell of a lot of food, they analysed the nutritional information on the packaging. It is a lot. They had like 236 meat substitutes 169 legumes and pulses, 50 baked beans, 157 dairy milk substitutes. Anyway, on and on and on. More and more and more. I'm not going to bore you with it. But but here are a few interesting findings. Plant-based meats are incredibly salty. So they found that basically you could have your entire daily recommendation, daily recommended sodium intake in just one bowl of plant-based mints, which I thought was interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. They gave plant-based milks the big tick. So of the fortified milks in their order, okay. almost three quarters, so 73% contain the recommended amount of calcium, which is which I really love because I drink oat milk. And they also said that if you want low-cost and healthy additions to meals, the one of the best things to turn to is canned beans and legumes, you know, chickpeas, lentils and beans. Um Ones with yes. no added salt. Okay. Well, they're mm. quite easy to get in the supermarket, cost yeah, effective. Easy. And even if you're not following a vegetarian or a plant-based diet, they're a good way to pack out a meal. Yeah, absolutely. Full Keep of um, protein. Absolutely. Now. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Have we said that about five times? I think so. Just quickly before we go, give us a quick rundown of the most clicked story of the week. Yes. 
Oh, there is another wild cosmetic trend in our midst, isn't it? Always. I feel, okay, bring I feel it like on. Body and soul, there's always a wild trend. <laughs> of course. And it involves people paying to get dimples. Now, if you've never seen a photo of Felicity Harley, she has fantastic <laughs> dimples. Thank you, Ash. Look up a photo now. Great dimples. I paid and a lot of money for these. For free, but yeah. <laughs> well, inspired by the likes of Miranda Kerr and the Princess of Wales, Kate Middleton, people are getting something called a dimple plastic. I mean, what's so the it F? aims to recreate? I, I know. I know. I know. No one's just getting classic nose jobs anymore. It's always something else. So people are aiming to recreate the feature by re- removing small amounts of tissue to create that indentation in your cheeks. So. It's not cheap. It's this is the weirdest part that it's about two and a half grand per dimple. So five grand for the full look. Not sure who wants one dimple because you want your face to be quite symmetrical. Anyway, look, experts say it's worth weighing up the pros and cons because the procedure is very difficult to reverse and it comes with a lot of risks, including scarring and permanent nerve damage. So you've got to ask yourself, is the uh, extreme pursuit of youth really worth it? I don't know. I might skip this one, but if you are looking into it, do your research. Oh, Ash, that that is like my story of the year. I love that you, you dimples are suddenly cool again. <laughs> totally. If if anyone has dimples and they didn't like them, they're very youthful and cool. So be happy with them. Thank you. Nice to chat again. You too. Bye. Hey, if you do want to read more about those stories, those studies, I will leave links to them in the show notes. If you did enjoy this chat, make sure you rate and review it or subscribe to this podcast. Head to bodyandsoul.com.au if you want any more info. Follow us on socials, grab our print edition, which is out in your local Sunday paper. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. I'm Sarah Lamarquin, Editor-in-Chief of Stella and host of our podcast called Something to Talk About. Every weekend we publish a new episode where you'll hear compelling personalities, strong opinions and thought-provoking conversations. I wanted to be able to do it in my time when I was ready and speak my truth when I was ready. The topic of when do I become a mum, that is in my mind 24-7. Search for Something to Talk About wherever you listen to your podcasts.